This podcast has been made possible by Planful and U.S. Bank. This is episode 540. Hi, it's Jack Sweeney. On today's show, we speak to Lucy Rudishauser, CFO of Sinclair Broadcast Group of Hunt Valley, Maryland. Turn back the clock, and Lucy Rudishauser knocked on the door of a small media upstart not far from her home in the Baltimore, Maryland area. Here was a local business, Rudishauser surmised, that could help fill in the gaps of her finance skill set. Nearly 20 years later, CFO Rudis Hauser and the Sinclair Broadcast Group just sealed every last gap in local sports networks when it last summer acquired 21 Fox Regional Sports Networks from the Walt Disney Company for a price of $9.6 billion. Our discussion with CFO Lucy Rudis Hauser begins after this. In an ever-changing world, it can be tough to keep up with the latest FP&A trends and innovations that keep you ahead of the game. Luckily, there's a podcast for that. Tune in to Being Planful, the podcast for finance leaders and planning experts, and stay in the know about what's happening in planning and forecasting. Guests like influencer Chris Ortega, Boston Red Sox CFO Tim Zhu and Brian Lapidus of AFP will keep you up to speed on how you can put finance in the driver's seat this year. Find the full episodes at beingplanful.com or wherever you get your podcasts. P.S. Think you might make a great guest on the show? Shoot host Rowan Tonkin an email at beingplanful.com at planful.com. Junior Treasury Analyst, Black and Decker, 
work here is junior. This was a far from a leadership position, but you know, I've worked hard, as many people have, over, over time, and 28 years later, I'm creating a CFO. Now, I have been fortunate over my five companies and three decades to really have gained a lot of broad experience and perspective. Uh, my experience has run gamut. I have been with international companies and domestic companies. I've worked with private and public companies. I've been in manufacturing, retail, healthcare, pricing, and now media. I've been in companies that were uh, bought out and sold. I've been with companies that have been consolidating the industry. So that journey in and of itself was a milestone on my way to becoming a C-suite finance leader. Uh, along the way, and this is something I really hope that those just starting their careers will take to heart. I sacrificed income for experience. So, for instance, in 1990, I had an offer from AT&T as a foreign exchange trader, which I had done at Dr. Decker. However, I decided to accept a lower-paying treasury position at Laura Ashley's U.S. division because I wanted to learn cash management. I already had the international experience, but I did not have the domestic cash management experience. And certainly, AT&T would have been the easier choice to make from a transition and um, a bank account standpoint. But the takeaway here is that as you're growing your professional career and moving from job to job, it's crucial to make sure that the decisions that you make are more valuable from a future employer and not just what's best in your bank account at that moment. I came to a similar crossroads, but then in 1998, when I had to choose among job offers that I had from NASA, a Internet startup company, which had was offering a very large amount of options, or Sinclair. And interestingly, the position of Sinclair is one that I created. So I had been reading uh, about them rolling up the industry and doing a lot of consolidation, and they were located here in Baltimore, which is where I'm living, which, uh, which is where we're headquartered. And I figured, okay, here's a company that's called the Private Needs and Assistant Treasurer. And so I called Paul down and created the position for myself. The point being is that I selected a job that filled gaps in my background because the job at Sinclair, you know, the smaller company at the time, really let me do a lot more than what a traditional uh, treasurer or an assistant treasurer at that time used to be. So I introduced corporate communications into my regular investor relations. I've now been with Sinclair for 20 plus years, and again, I really credit uh, that to pursue the job where I saw continuing for the growth. So when I think about how do I how did I get to where I am, well, for me, it's really what is the mindset, and that was my journey to becoming a finance leader, shifting my mindset from what I wanted short term to areas that I needed long term to be successful. Um, and, and to think about it, what I try to teach younger people is that your education doesn't end with graduation from, from college or, or an advanced degree. Each day in your professional life should challenge you and teach 
So the multitude of offers for the 5,500 events that you just described, how do you begin to get these types of offers? That's the question that comes to mind. So I asked you this question, and of course you have a size of the deal that doesn't have to do with the finance, and how do you get the visibility into all of these pieces? So what are those top of my metrics and numbers? that you're feeling down at before you have a cup of coffee in the morning. And that's telling you how the company is performing, performing the way you expected it. Yeah, so given that we have all these specific locations, that every TV station that we own is local, operates at the local business, has its own regional economy, our own management structure. So I don't really look Thank you. 
Of the business that's perhaps being measured more regularly or uh, in a more penetrating way today, perhaps, uh, than, than you know, the earlier part of your employer uh, day? Sure. So I would say for us, it's, it's really about the what we call digital metrics. So um, over time, we now send our content, not just, as you know, it was just a fixed TV set in your home.
I've always tried to be collaborative and inclusive. And, and I think my, if you go back to the very beginning, my broad background has given me a lot of different perspectives to just add to that aha moment um, for people. So for me, it's really just been about being able to offer perspectives, being able to listen to those around me to ensure that the organization is reaching its goals. But on, on my own, We'll be back with CFO Lucy Rudishauser after this. The business landscape is changing quickly. As the pressure to manage expenses efficiently and strategically increases, you need solutions that not only help drive down costs and improve efficiencies, but meet the changing needs of your business. At U.S. Bank, we can help. We'll work with you to uncover your specific payment challenges and bring you proactive and innovative solutions and strategies that help you meet the financial goals of your organization. Our commitment to doing the right thing for our customers has earned us the designation of one of the world's most ethical companies from the Ethisphere Institute for six years in a row. To learn more, visit us at usbpayment.com. We're back in we kick off our mentoring round with uh, a big question. What is it that's exciting you in finance and business today? Because what I'm excited about is that it's not just finance and business. So I spend a lot of my time with operators, the legal department, the IT department, and so for me, it's a huge kind of numbers game to really be in this holistic view whereby everybody is having contact with each other's function. The other thing I like is that our organizations are becoming very data-driven. We're all about, you know, can I use AI technology? Can I use robotic process analysis? How do we, how do we get more, more data and analyze that for transforming organizations? Earlier, you shared with us as you entered the CFO role the talk there, but I wanted to touch again on that for this question, which is when you first arrived in the CFO office, and again, you had been probably playing the role in certain respects uh, for some time, perhaps, uh, but when you finally had all of the responsibility on your shoulders, what is that piece of advice? Which someone had given you. There had to be some revelation that finally you're in that office, you've trained for so many years, you've been prepared for it for so many years. Uh, but there had to be something you were someone had told you. Does that make up the mind? Yeah, I, I would say, and then again, I came up as the treasurer of the organization for many, many years. And as a treasurer, your mindset is how can someone describe the company and what can I do? But as a CFO, you have to be more strategic, you have to construct in the organization. So I wish someone had given me that insight all along. Unfortunately, I served both roles for, for the first year that I was CFO. CFO so is, uh, you know, I had to keep turning on one side of the brain and turning off the other side of the brain, depending uh, which meeting I was going into is, is which, uh, whether I was going into the treasurer or going into the CFO. 
But so I would say, certainly on the regional sports network acquisition, we have a lot of transmission and integration that we need to do. Just um, from a procedural and cultural standpoint, and this is no small thing, even though Sinclair um, is much of the consolidation of the TV broadcast side, this is our first venue using regional sports network. So when we did this deal a couple of weeks ago, it actually tripled, almost tripled the size of the So now we have the smaller part of the organization that's trying to uh, integrate a larger company. So this, this will be throughout the entire organization big focus for us. Additionally, we're looking at how are we using budget uh, in terms of compensation and uh, should we use budget in that manner going forward. So very early on in those discussions. And then risk management is a big one that we're looking at. You know, we have certain risk management functions that a market company is going to have with their own company or insurance, et cetera. But here we're looking to take the same amount to foreign Lucy Rudishauser, thank you for joining us on CFO Thought Leader. Hello, listeners. Do us a favor. Be certain to subscribe to CFO Thought Leader on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify or Google Play. If you like the show, please recommend it to a friend. Oh, and by the way, the CFO Yearbook 2021 Print Edition debuts on Amazon this quarter featuring 100 profiles of finance leaders from our 2020 season. Would you like to learn more about our CFO guests? Order the CFO Yearbook 2021. Thank you for supporting our efforts to bring you career journeys of CFOs driving change. We'll be back with another episode very soon. Thank you for listening.